1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All right, I'm going to bail you out here due to your horrid Dak Prescott take. No, don't bail me out. I'm 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 going to bail you out. I'm going to bail you out because... Your Dak Prescott take, it's the worst decision you made since your man bun. It's
3: but it's not an ideal decision. I, I
2: almost immediately regret it. Yeah, you do. Because And, and who would you rather go with as your, your best quarterback? It's all right. You can say it. You can say it. Next year. The fight in Dan Campbells. Just say it. If the just Cowboys get a better wide no, receiver, too, no, 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 Dak will it. have a no. better year than What Jalen did you Hertz? say during the break? I what see. did you say? My man in Detroit. Just say it. Say it. The fight in Dan Campbells. No, I didn't say golf did. was better than. No, I did not. Yeah. You're trying to
3: know. I said who else would it?
2: Who yeah, else could yeah, be second? Yeah. Golf, the leader of the fight, in Dan Campbell's. That's right. I did my, not say my Goff quarterback. Would be better than my Stock. quarterback. That's hysterical. That's, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. No, I did not say that. All right, this is where I, I, I saw this today, and I thought it was very interesting. That's funny because I'll bury, you, I'll, I'll bail. Yeah, we were gonna, I, I'm, we were talking some NBA, but and I was gonna get into some Kevin Love stuff, but we'll do that later. I saw that uh, Zeke's, uh, Zeke Zeke uh, Ezekiel Elliott his his reps have said that they've been in communication with the Cowboys, and he said that they will determine Zeke's value. They'll sit down because the Cowboys have basically said you either restructure, or you're gone. They're going to cut him, and they don't Zeke doesn't want to go anywhere else because look his market uh, is not going to be great, <laughs> right? So, but he also doesn't want to be insulted. So they're going to try to come up with some sort of. Some sort of agreement here, and I'm not certain if they'll do that or not. But Zach is be, or Zeke has become a, uh, a real punching bag, and I get it. He's not even the best back in Dallas. Tony Pollard's a better back, but Tony Pollard's coming off a big injury, so maybe you know his value does go up a little bit for Dallas. But I saw this today and I thought it was very interesting. Because would you make the argument that over the last, I'll say, five years, there hasn't been a, a Pro Bowl caliber player that gets more flack than Zeke does? I think he's as big a punching bag in the NFL as there is. I'm trying to think of someone else that takes the the crap that he does. You mean ha- having kind of fallen off now? Because I don't feel like he's Pro Bowl caliber anymore. I mean, well, I- maybe not last year, but he's he's been in doubt for the last seven seasons, right? Yeah, even he's been pretty solid. even when Zach or I keep saying Zach, even when Zeke was really good, he had his doubters there in in, in Dallas and people when they gave him the contract and. And, and people act like he has just been this this kind of bum in Dallas. People and, were complaining at first that he was showing up fat or overweight,
3: they didn't like that. There were some off-field antics, there I was some I think questions about buy-in. I, I think he peaked as the 7th or 8th best running back in the league.
2: All right. Well, so this is this is where I will defend. This is where I, the hill I will die on because of how good his o line was. As a as opposed to your horrid Dak Prescott take, <laughs> okay? Okay? All right. Fair enough. Uh, I was the teammate of this man for one year, Okay. and he is in the Hall of Fame. Would anyone argue that Terrell Davis was not a phenomenal running back? No, he was absolutely a phenomenal running back. His career lasted seven years. Short. Short, right? Cut short. And the year that I had him, he was he was basically done. But when he was healthy, when he would get injections into his knee, holy hell, was that still a... And, and a hell of a nice guy, too. Really enjoyed my brief time that I had around Terrell Davis. In seven seasons... Terrell Davis, 7,607 yards, 60 rushing touchdowns, 169 receptions, played with John Elway, a couple Super Bowls, Hall of Fame. Terrell Davis was an absolute workhorse, and we loved him. In seven seasons, Ezekiel Elliott, 2016 through 2022, just last year when everyone's still bagging on him, 8,262 rushing yards, 80 rushing touchdowns, three hundred and five receptions four
3: seasons with unequivocally the best offensive line in the NFL
2: let me ask you this uh who was the best offensive line when Terrell Davis was playing Mm, oh Cowboys were in
3: the top Broncos were in the top two
2: or three after Terrell Davis left, uh, didn't they have like four other backs from Gary Anderson to Garrison Hurst, and it did not Mike Anderson. that just kept churning out thousand-yard seasons. Shanahan system. Shanahan system. Didn't he We're play with it this? With the didn't too. he play with this guy by the name of John Elway? Wasn't that he helps. pretty good? That and he, they that had helps. Tom Neal in there, one of the all-time great centers. And yeah,
3: but like if, when you look at the advanced stats in terms of like yards after contact, when you look at yards expected, I- yards over expected, Zeke is middling at best, and in fact, he's he's. Horrible now, but even two years
2: ago, he was not good. 7,600 yards. Yeah, I know. 8,200 but... yards. 60, 80, 169, 305. I get it. Look, I'm not sitting here and, and trying to. This is why I said this is going to be a horrid take like your Dak Prescott take, but I'll it's tell fair, you what. I appreciate you doing this for me. I can make a much better argument that Zeke has been a better player over those seven seasons than Dak Prescott. I'll take Dak's numbers and say, who are we going to put him up? Find me another Hall of Famer that we're going to put him up over the seven years. Ezekiel Elliott is no longer a, an elite back. And, he, and and Tony Pollard is a better back. But no player gets less credit for the seven seasons that he put in. Seven seasons that if if Dallas had been better, if Dallas had won a Super Bowl, if Zeke had blown out his knee, if Terrell Davis is the only difference between Terrell Davis and Zeke is John Elway and a couple Super Bowls. I'll
3: contend one other thing, and that is when Zeke was at his very best, he faced like a six-game suspension for assault, and that never happened to Terrell Davis. The, so, the like, other th- if in the very prime of his career, he had an, an, an ugly off-field thing happen And he, to he still put up better numbers the than other Terrell Davis. P- yeah. 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 The other piece is he has been the poster boy for running backs aren't as valuable. He was taken really high, yep. right in the peak of of running backs are not worth high picks. He was like the last guy that people took high, that draft analysts were like, never, ever do this. And so the bar was so high for him early that always, even if he ran for 1,300, 1,400 yards, people were like, wow, he's wildly overrated. You can't take a running back there. He sucks. So you're right. And yet he, he put, put up ridiculous numbers. He coincides with an era that, in which analysts overwhelmingly decided, we are just going to bag on running backs, and he was the poster boy. That part I agree with. Do you want to know who the, has the most overrated career in the history of the NFL
2: at Joe, running back? Oh, I was going to say, Joe Namath is the answer to that question.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the answer at running back is, unequivocally, is Eddie George. Really? Eddie George, and no one knows, nine-year career, ran for over 10,000 yards, right? Yeah. He only averaged more than four yards a carry twice. And his best year... They just gave him the ball a ton. It was before they said don't overload running backs. He averaged three point three yards a carry. He just got so many carries that he had like a twelve hundred yard,
2: fifteen touchdown that, season. That Jeff Fisher, uh, that Eddie, Jeff Fisher high powered offense. Eddie that George was a below nine
3: bull- <laughs> Is is a below average quarter a running back statistically in terms of yards per carry? Almost every single year of his career and we talk about him like he was one of the best running backs of the 90s and he was not
2: good at all well he, he took a pounding in and early 2000 there is something to be said for being able to take that many carries i saw it, there was a i just read the headline today there was a back that said he was ready to, for 500 carries this next year who was it no he's not <laughs> yeah, I, there <laughs> no, was. A, there doesn't matter not. who you are. No, you're not. There no, was a not. there was a headline today, and it's driving me crazy. I didn't write it down because I was like, "Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard." Uh, I'll look it up during the break. Yeah, someone today there was they was like well, he announces he's taking care of his body, he's ready for 500 carries. So I was like. <laughs> have fun you know who uh, looked like they were ready for 500 carries? isaiah
3: pacheco isaiah <laughs> yeah, pacheco in the super bowl it. he got juice man yeah. looked like
2: he could carry the load 500 times next year and that's the and the tough part about running backs is they're like they're like center fielders that play like eric davis style that fling their body around it looks so fun and it looks it, it's awesome to watch them but God, you want to talk about a toll on your body? Guys that run like that. King Griffey Jr. Yeah late they, in his career. They just yeah. don't you just don't last. You can't run like that. You just you can't run like that in the NFL year after year after year. You can't. Because when it when it falls off, boy, does it happen fast. Which is why, you know, you find seventh round picks out of Rutgers that no one's heard of before, and he just runs like a bad at hell and you love it. But I feel bad for him because, like, you run that style. Hey, man, welcome to a three-year NFL career because you're, just, you're you're not lasting that way. You can't run like the Tasmanian devil, and that's kind of the that's the crappy part of that position. That if if I was an NFL GM, I would never pay a second contract to an NFL running back. I would never do it. I would just draft one. Like I, I would just realize like you, you're drafting one every three to four years, and you just we're just gonna keep turning. <laughs> We're just going to keep turning it over. And you're
3: probably signing a couple from the undrafted free agent pool every year. Seriously, it's the one position. Roll the dice, roll the dice, dice, Especially if
2: I have an expensive quarterback, I would never sign, and I don't care who it is. What if if they're also a good slot receiver? Like they do both. Maybe. Maybe. But even then, again, Christian McCaffrey, how'd that work out? Because he was the ultimate guy like that. Now he worked out in San Francisco, but it's the first year since his rookie year that he's been healthy. I just, in a league where I have to make business decisions. Across the board, yeah, especially That's when, not where you're putting your money. It's not where I'm putting yeah. my money. I'll oh, yeah. do it if I'll, I'll, it. I'll do it if I've got a rookie quarterback. Well,
3: and the Forty ers have proven that even though McCaffrey was great, they didn't necessarily need him to do that. You looked at the guys they had before that: Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, all four, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys that could just get the job done nearly as well. Yeah. yeah and like, Who knew what they needed yeah. was a fifth quarterback? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I love I love Saquon Barkley, but they're talking about like the you know Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and what do you do with them in New York? And I know this is crazy because I wouldn't pay Daniel Jones the thirty million dollars either. But if I have to choose between Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, come on down. I'm not paying. I'm not paying Saquon Barkley. The he had a, an- he had a nice year. Is, the answer is neither. neither but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like it's going to happen. I'm just saying you you got to pick one. I just I, I don't care. I, the, the fans love Mo. He sells tickets. Jerseys great. Now you'll love the next guy that we bring in. Yeah, thanks for coming. You know, uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire was great in Kansas City until he wasn't. And they're like, we moved on and we found someone else. It's just the nature of the beast. It's just, I I would never pay those guys in the NFL. Use them up. Four years. Thanks for coming. All right. We come back in the news here though, is Buck with sports center. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you,
1: I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H track, all wheel drive and three row seating. My whole family can head deep into the wild.